Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 163 of the Motorcycle Men podcast. I am Ted, here in the V-Twin Cafe in that corner booth. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the show, and of course, listening to all the episodes. Greatly appreciated. If you'd like to help out the podcast, you can go over to our website at MotorcycleMen.us and smack that donate button to help us out with a singular PayPal donation. Uh, Also, another way you can help out is by going and giving us some feedback. Go over to iTunes, give us a rating. Also, uh, while you're at it, you can send us an email over to motormenpc at gmail.com or go to our contacts page on the website and send us a note there. I read all the email, and we will comment on it during the show. The Motorcycle Men podcast is brought to you by Surf and Summit Motorcycle, Maine and New Hampshire's newest motorcycle rental and tour company. Surf and Summit offers Harley-Davidson Big Twins and Suzuki V-Stroms for rent at a reasonable price. Surf and Summit is happy to deliver your rental bike wherever you are staying, and you can peruse the bikes in person at Street Cycles of Falmouth, Maine. Surf and Summit also offers helmets, jackets, gloves, and GPS for rental, so you'll have everything you need to enjoy a great New England riding vacation. From the beautifully rugged coast of Maine to amazing white mountains of New Hampshire, Surf and Summit can help you have a fantastic motorcycling vacation. For more information, please visit surfandsummitmotorcycle.com. And don't forget to visit your local Cycle Gear for all your motorcycle needs and clothing. Cycle Gear has 136 stores nationwide, and you're guaranteed to find one near you to help you find what you're looking for. And you can trust that you'll be getting top-notch customer care and pricing when you go there. If you are in New Jersey, be sure to stop in in the Edison store and see Chainsaw Genie and Sean and tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. So go to CycleGear.com today. And finally, for the best motorcycle jeans, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear Company. Dave and the crew over there make great motorcycle riding jeans that will outperform and outlast that radial pair you've been wearing and most other brands available. Not only do they perform well, but they also are the best-looking and most comfortable selvage jeans you will ever wear or own. And for further protection and style, get yourself a California riding shirt. Comfortable, safe, and it looks absolutely stunning. It is Kevlar-lined, and I wear a pair of tobacco riding jeans and the California riding shirt, and so does Chris, our co-host on the Motorcycle Men podcast. They feel good, they look great, and they give us that extra protection and security when we need when we ride. Tobacco Motorwear Company. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com and tell Dave over there that the Motorcycle Men sent you and use that coupon code MOTORCYCLEMEN when ordering. Now, there are a lot of cool motorcycles out there. And at the same time, there's also a lot of quirky motorcycles out there as well. There are motorcycles from nearly every continent out there. And each one of them are made with a different purpose in mind. But one motorcycle in particular has this kind of cult following that some may say is just as quirky as the bike itself. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Ural motorcycles. So joining me today is someone who has taken this robust and temperamental machine to the masses. V-Twin Cafe with my special guest all the way from, are you ready boys and girls, Puyallup, Washington. 
Uh, that would be Tracy Getty. Tracy, welcome to the show. And you pronounced it perfectly. I, the Puyallup part, not the Getty. Right. <laughs> I got Getty wrong? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> okay, good. How are you? I'm just peachy. Peachy, good. Well, yes, I, very well, happy to be here. I appreciate you coming on the show. It was great because I saw your story in the um, Ural newsletter, and uh, people might wonder why I get the Ural newsletter when I don't even own a Ural. But I'm a motorcycle guy, even though I am a Harley guy, uh, and I'm interested in all motorcycles. So I saw the story, and I said, wow. I must speak with her. And here you are. How's the weather out there in Washington? It's actually very decent. Um, it was very smoky because of the, our uh, neighbors to the north, all the fires that they had. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's crystal clear today, and it's actually decent. What kind of temperatures do you have? Um, 70. 70s. That's not too yeah. bad. No, wow. that's perfect. I, I don't like the heat, and it's been hot lately, so I'll take this any day. When you say hot, what do you mean? How, what, kind of, what do you define as hot? Um, it was upper eighties. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, I'm like my, I'm like my, my bike. I'm cold blooded. So we like the cold. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause we're, I'm here in New Jersey on the East coast and, uh, we've been dealing with temperatures in the mid nineties with a heat index oh, no. over a hundred every day nope, nope. for the past Pass. week. Yeah. No. I'm so. from Wisconsin originally. So give me the snow and give me the cold. Wow. And you've yeah. got you've got the bike for it, actually. Yes, I do. <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self? So my motorcycle self—it's um, a real short story. Um, I started <laughs> okay. I, I started out riding mini bikes like a like a lot of kids did, and mm-hmm. um, the mini bike I had was built by my grandfather, and he built it from junk parts that he found at the dump. Nice. And then after I after I got a little older, I forgot all about motorcycles because um, my uncle got killed in a motorcycle accident so anything to do with motorcycles was real taboo in my family right so then when i moved out here to washington um i was doing research online about um the female russian world war ii soldiers and then i stumbled upon a picture of this badass sidecar and i'm like oh my god i've got to have it come to find out they still made them Mm -hmm. and long story short um my whole entire motorcycle self is revolved around this ural Oh, that's fantastic! Wow. Um, so, so tell us what tell us about the Euro. What are you riding? So it's uh, a gear up, um, a 2009 Sahara edition, and that was the first year that they came out with the flat tan and black, which was real, real popular. So they decided to bring that model back um, right. for the newer editions. Um, it's a it's two wheel drive. It's air cooled. It's um, two two cylinders, opposing head, and it's it can go anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. Yeah, the, with the, <laughs> yeah, anywhere. And we've had it just about anywhere. Uh, now, you call it Warcat, don't you? Yeah, I do. Now, is yeah. that a name you've given it? It's got its own special uh, personality and persona. As, as I understand, most URLs do. <laughs> yeah, most people, most people name their bikes. So something unique about... Um, Russian machinery. Russian machinery is masculine, so it needs to have a masculine name. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's Warcat. And I was um, in the army. I was an MP, okay. and I love cats. So ta-da! Uh, there you go. Okay, so it it's works. So, so it all makes it all makes sense now. It ties well, all together. So yeah. it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked if you just called it Puffy. It just wouldn't sound the same. No. no I, no. I can see your face was. Really Unless it could have could have been like Puffy, like like the. Um, Death puffy, the mortar, like the mortar rounds, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. there you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fire and forget. <laughs> right. Um, so now you've, you're involved with this thing called Share the Chair. Uh, that's now as that's and with URL. So tell us about your involvement with that. So share the chair that's new this year. Um, that is an offspring of the international Ural Rally Day that would go on every year um, about September timeframe. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to to change it and give it a new a new fresh uh, fresh outlook because um, we've all been doing the the rally for quite a long time. We would print up score sheets and do you know things like take a picture of you in front of a plane on a stick and get some points or drive through the dirt and get some points. And this time they wanted to um, offer the sidecar experience to the general public mm-hmm. or anybody else that you could, that you could con in to get in that sidecar and go for a ride. Ah, okay. Well, tell us, uh, we're going to detour a little bit tell us about that rally. Now, I, as I understand it, it's just called international Ural Day. That's what it was uh-huh. called, Ride Ural. But apparently, it's more than just that. It's 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 always been an actual rally of sorts. Well, it it was kind of like a virtual rally. Oh, okay. Trying to get trying to get more than two Urals together at a time is like herding cats. Okay. And when, whenever you're on a Ural and you see another one, it's like seeing a unicorn. We know they're out there, but they're <laughs> yeah. real hard to find. Right. And you know, us like everybody else, we're busy and we've got things going on. Um, so I think the the Ural Rally Day and the Share the Chair is just to remind everybody, you know, hey, this is our day. This is our day to get out there. Let's show everybody what Urals can do and, and how much fun they are. Oh, okay. So now you've been giving people a ride in your side court. Now, yes. did this start before the Share the Chair thing that you've yes. just been? It did. So what started, yep. what started that? So I brought my bike home on... A snowy, I think it was a Friday evening, and um, my husband had some work being done by a friend on our floor, and he was there, came out, checked it out, and I'm like, well, do you want to go for a ride? It's the first time I've ever given anybody a ride on my bike before. I was nervous because I was a new rider. Right. He was nervous because it was snowing, but <laughs> it, it was so much fun. It was it was incredible, and then after that, I wanted to give everybody a ride because it was it's I love it, and I want everybody else to experience the same thing I do. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that sounds great. Um, to date, how many people have you given a ride? Um, to date, I've given 927 people a ride so far. Really? And, yeah. how, and how, think, how long does that encompass? How, how, how much time has that been? Well, it, well, it depends. Um, I mean, gosh, friends and I have gone all the way down to California and back. Um, we've taken, I've taken another trip with a buddy of mine from Washington to Silver City, Idaho, which is a ghost town. We okay. spent two nights there, and that was her first time in the sidecar too. I'm like, yeah, let's go for a ride. Three days later, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it all depends. It all depends. I mean, if if I'm at an event giving a ride, you know, it could last anywhere between five minutes, half an hour, forty five minutes. It, it all depends. Okay. Well, as far as goes for when you first started giving rides, how long has it been? Oh, oh, um, it'll be nine years in October. No kidding. Nine yeah, so years. I've been, wow. Yeah, I've owned my bike for nine years, and I've been giving rides for nine years. That's impressive. What are you drinking? Yeah. Tell us what you're drinking. It's Baltica. It's a Russian piva, Russian beer. Wow. Where do you find a Russian beer? Um, at at the liquor store. Oh, really? I saw. Real, okay, yeah. I didn't know. That. I thought that was like a specialty item. <laughs> yeah, no, they they actually. Um, this one's very malty. It's a dark beer. I like the darker beers. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's very tasty. <laughs> but they're right there, brewed in Russia. Yeah. All right. 
Um, what type of events are you attending with uh, giving and giving rides? So um, I, I like to do the the fly-ins and the air shows because we oh, usually yeah. set up, we usually set up military camps, and um, those are always a good time. Or static uh, military displays, I do those as well. Um, gun shows, I love going to gun shows. Uh, I have a DP twenty eight that I can mount on the sidecar, so that's usually a big draw, and that's Done. a big um, big machine gun, big Russian machine gun. Does it work? Um, it does not. Mine is neutered. The <laughs> receiver, the receiver is a big block of aluminum. It's really hard to find those that are still I in operating condition. Yeah, I mean, even just um, you know semi automatic, um, they're hard to find and expensive. Okay. So I spend a lot of money on a lot of stupid shit. I couldn't see spending money on something that I would only be able to fire once a year. So. Now, what other events do you attend? Um, let's see. I have done, well, I do um, special things, too. Like um, some ladies contacted me because they had um, a bucket list item and they wanted to go to a motorcycle event. So word gets around that, you know, I'm the girl that gives sidecar rides. And they're like, would you take my friend and I to a motorcycle event? So I'm thinking, yeah, I could I could do that. So I conned one of my buddies in who actually works for Ural. Uh, to be the second sidecar person. Oh, so okay. he and I gave these two elderly ladies a ride to the Oyster Run. And the Oyster Run is a big event here that happens every year, and there's thousands of bikes. The whole town shuts down. It's like a mini Sturgis. Oh, wow. So we took we took these two old ladies to this event, you know, motorcycle event. We went to a biker bar, drove around. They had, like, the time of their life. Oh, so, well, that's great. That's fantastic. I do think that, too. So you need to go, start going to senior citizen developments and, uh, you know, like assisted living facilities and start taking those people out. They have a blast. I have, I have taken some World War II vets for oh, rides. Oh, no mm-hmm. And oh, it's, um, it's just incredible just to see the look on their face faces. It's really a lot of fun. And I've done um, sad rides, too, like last rides. gentleman had a terminal illness, and his family wanted him to have one last motorcycle ride with his friends. Uh, he wasn't able to ride, but he was able to get into the sidecar. So, oh, um, that's fantastic. I, yeah, I was very thankful to be be able to be a part of that. It was so sad, but um, they were so grateful, and it made me happy. Oh, that's great. Have you ever been to uh, Sturgis? I have not. You have not. I'm, I heard I need to go. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it would be a really interesting, cool thing to do with the Ural to go there. It would be, yeah, it would be really a lot of fun. I don't know I, that I, you I would have. I mean, you might. I guess you probably would be able to give people rides. Sure. Why not? I could be the drunk tank. Anybody that gets too hammered and can't drive, get in. I've actually done that before. Um, I went to this uh, destination uh, bar. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's a logging town, um, really teeny tiny. A guy was wandering around outside looking for his friend. He couldn't find him. And he's like, my buddy left me. And it, it's seriously like 30 miles from anywhere. There's no Uber coming out there to get you. So right. I'm like, you know, poured his drunk self into the tub. And I took him <laughs> I took him home. <laughs> like, we got some asshole friends that are going to take you to this bar in the middle of nowhere and dump you off and not take you home. But Yeah, and you know yeah. what? If they got sick, it's no big deal because they're, they're right there outside anyway. <laughs> right. It's true. I've had one person vomit out of the side of my sidecar. Only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, well, at least it was outside, right? Yeah. Oh true. My God. True. True. Now, do you now do you do this every day? Have, um. Do you ever have, have the opportunity, the situation where like you, you've given a ride to somebody every single day? I have not, but that would be a great goal. I would love to do that at least for a month. Give a ride for maybe every day in May. Maybe I could do that. Give a sidecar ride every day in May. That's a great idea. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> what's that's mo- a great idea. What's the most people uh the most number of people you've given a ride to in one single day? Um 35. It doesn't what? seem like a lot. it doesn't seem like a lot, but um that's a I get one ride. That yeah, is a lot. I aim to please. And that was a a Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Arlington Air Show, and I got um, 78 riders that weekend. So that was the highest count I've ever no had. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Not, 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 not that it matters, but are people throwing money at you for doing this? No, I will not take money. Oh, there you I go. Good for yeah, you. Because so, I think um, some things need to be free, and yeah. I think something like experiencing the sidecar and the joy and the fun need to be free. Um, one event that I did was another um, – military display these um three little boys wanted rides so bad and each one took a turn so my sidecar can fit it can fit uh four people me on the driver's seat the pillion seat the 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 sidecar seat and then somebody can ride on the fender so we were all taking turns ride on just the fender yeah on the fender it's awesome it's the cheap seat but it's it's <laughs> awesome hang on to the handlebars for, for dear life so and, and we were we were going around for probably an hour and when we came back you know I dumped them off and said you know hey thanks for going with me and and they came back and they're like this is our allowance we want to give it to you for for gas money I'm like are you kidding me I'm like thanks but no thanks I mean I really appreciate it but no you guys keep that I'm just glad you had fun well so, you know you, you enjoy riding which is obvious yes and, and you, you want to share that yes and I enjoy sharing my sidecar no oh, yeah I can understand. Yeah. Now, how do you go about asking? Do people ask you for a ride or, or do you ask people if they want to go for a ride? Um, usually the little kids will ask me for yeah. rides, which is cool. But I'll just flat out ask people if like, you want a ride. And then they get like this pan face look like, oh, my God, did she just ask me if I want to ride in that death trap? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Do you have any people? I'm sure you probably get people turn you down. Yeah, a few people. Um, usually the uber macho guys don't want to ride because they consider the sidecar the bitch seat. But um, in a uh, sidecar, you, you have to help the driver steer. So the sidecar, the ballast is very important, especially if we're going fast and turning. The sidecar um, passenger has to lean. Sure. So it's, it's an active part of, of driving it. So it's uh, your uh, girls are very classy. There is no bitch seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. But I imagine you might get some people thinking that you're some sort of serial killer looking for... That's what I said. I should have taken up serial killing and used my sidecar, but I was not thinking of that. Yeah, well, well that, I, that's where the apprehension comes in. I suppose a lot of people just go, well, why are you asking me yeah. this? Well, see, I think, I think with me, I have such an outgoing personality, and it helps to be a, you know, a girl with a bright pink lipstick to come up and ask somebody for a ride versus some hairy dude. Um, yeah, smoking. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. little kid, want some candy? <laughs> do you do you have things like candy and water in your sidecar for people? No, no. But everybody that rides with me, I keep track of them and I give them a War Cat Hack Monkey pin. Oh, there so you when go. You ride, when you ride on a sidecar, you're known as a Hack Monkey. So my buddy made me all these buttons. So whenever anybody rides, they get a prize. So they get a button, and I put oh, their wow. number on it so they can remember. Oh, that's great. Now, do you, do you keep, I, I don't know if you, do you keep track of the people that you have as far as goes to their, where they're from and names yeah, and stuff I, like that? When when I keep track of it, I always jot down something. I, I try to remember everybody's names, but I have such a hard time sometimes, especially when it, there's a lot of people. Yeah. But I always remember something about the ride. And the fun thing is, is when I'm going around town and I run into people, they're like, oh my God, I remember you from, you know, 2015. You gave me a ride at the end. And then I think, I'll be like, okay, I remember you. We were at this place. And this, and you said this, and it was awesome. And they're like, I still have that button you gave me. I'm like, oh, wow. good. 
What you need to do is have a little uh, box or maybe even a little notepad or a book that people can sign their name in and where they're from and all that. Oh, that would be fun. That's a great idea. Do that. You know, I I knew a guy who uh, had uh, there was a mountain bike trail behind his house. So he put a little box out there and people would sign in. He gets people from all over the country do that. Say, there you go. There's an opportunity. Great idea. Yeah. So every day in May and then get a, a. a log for them to sign. I like that. There you go. So I'm giving you all kinds of ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. All sorts of ideas. <laughs> What's the? Oh, f- and I have to. I have to add to you. You asked how many people. Um, the most I gave a ride in one day. Yeah. And um, the amount on the weekend, and then how long I've been doing it, how many people. But I have to add 17 people on the sidecar at once, and we actually made a lap around a field. 17 people and one dog. 17 people. 17. Yeah. I, I have to I have to uh, believe that the handling was probably pretty crappy at that point. It, the, the bike ran like 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 butter. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, but it didn't wow. even notice. It, yeah, it, 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 did, it didn't choke on its way around. No, not at all. No, it did just yeah. It did just fine. It oh, might have wow. groaned a little bit when yeah, everybody like, got off, but <laughs> it would have. Yeah. What year? Yeah. What year is your bike anyway? Two thousand nine. Okay, so it's not that old. That's good. Um, what's the furthest you have gone uh, to give someone a ride, and/or the longest ride you've given someone? So let's see. Um, my buddy and I did go to a Ural rally in Southern Oregon, and then we ended up pushing it a little further to Northern California. Um, that's probably the furthest I've gone. Um, but I don't know if that counts because her and I have been on a lot of sidecar adventures before we went on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what's the longest gosh. ride you've given someone? Like time-wise? Well, distance. Um, well, probably down to California. Yeah, yeah. You actually gave somebody a ride that far, huh? Well, yeah. Yeah, well, my buddy and I were going to a a, a, a rally. so we had Oh, to- so they were in the sidecar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, wow. Sidecar. Mm-hmm. That must be a hell of an experience. Like, now, were you on highway speeds with that? Yeah, highway speeds. The my bike goes about sixty five. <laughs> Is that yeah. downhill with a tailwind? No, I got it going seventy five once, and it was like Armageddon. <laughs> but that was downhill. Yeah, my bike. My bike is not built for speed. Mine's um, still uh, carbureted. Okay. The new ones are fuel injection, and they're a lot lighter, and they're um, disc brakes all around. The handling's better. They can go a lot faster. You can actually pop a wheelie on those. Oh, really? Yeah, mine is strong like bull. It's. Uh, <laughs> Speed. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done any motorcycle camping with this thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got camp motorcycle camping down to a science. Um, one of my buddies makes fun of me all the time because I will bring everything. Well, you got everything. the space for it. Uh, that I do. See, everybody everybody laughs at the sidecar until you show up with, what, uh, six pizzas and a, and a keg of beer. Oh, yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. Laugh. I'm not packing light. <laughs> so you're not. So you are a comfort camper then in that case. When I take my Ural. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have the big Yeti cooler. I have, you know, enough beer to last me a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Um, camping with the sidecar is is amazing. I used to be a die, diehard backpacker camper. Right. Until I got my my sidecar. So then I'm like, well, this is crap. So then I put everything in the sidecar and I go that way. Oh but, man! Yeah. So you can probably go for quite a long time then with all the gear oh, yeah, you can buy. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, with all the beer, you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got power yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of the most interesting things I saw is that you dress up like the Russian soldier and yes. go to these events. Uh, How does that go over? Um. Well, it depends. It depends on on where I'm at and what I'm doing. 
Um, most people are pretty receptive to it, but then you'll have the people that totally and completely uh, glaze over history. So I've been called a Nazi before oh, because they don't know the difference between a German and a, and a Russian uniform. Right. So there's that, um, that we were the, the bad guys, but the um, era that I portray, um, we were allies with the U.S., Right. So there's there's that aspect. So I'm a self-proclaimed living historian and reenactor. So okay. it yeah, it's I've learned I've really learned a lot about history that they don't teach you in school by doing this. Oh, that's great. I I, I think it's pretty cool. And it, I saw one of the photographs that was taken with is at, I I don't know if this is this I guess this photograph is you. It looks like a a, a an aged photograph uh, of a Yes, Europe. a friend of mine who has a a, a wet plate camera. And that's what they used like during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. So that's where the image was burned on a metal plate. Oh, okay. And um, he took that with that camera, and it took about maybe twenty minutes to a half an hour to develop. And you oh. had to you had to hold deathly still for that image to be burned on there. And then if you look, it's reversed. Yes, I so see that. Yeah, everything is reversed. But it looks if you, if you didn't see my GPS holder on there and the disc brakes and those <laughs> mirrors. It does. It look, and I saw that. I'm like, holy crap! I look old. Yeah, that does. I mean, it looks like a vintage photograph. You know, when yeah, I first it saw is. it, and then until you pointed out those those little items there, I'm like, oh uh-huh. yeah, okay. Yeah, so that makes incredible. sense. And then the other photo that was with the article that um, Ural did. It's funny because I just read yesterday somebody on Twitter. Um, no, it was Instagram called me out for stolen valor. So first off, you know, because I'm wearing medals and I'm, I'm suited right. up. You know, so first off, stolen valor has to do with U.S. soldiers, and um, I am nowhere near ninety years old. <laughs> I'm not gaining anything monetarily from from wearing a World War II uniform, and I'm a living historian. So you have to deal with those kind of turds yeah, too. Yeah, of course. That just don't know what the hell they're looking at. And they don't know what the hell they're saying. But it it just made me chuckle. I like I you like know, I like your use and placement of the word turds. I think right? that, that, I know. that's great. Don't like pick it. a turd on a hot day. Just walk away. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Since we're talking, let's talk about the Ural a little bit. How many miles on it, and how's that been performing for you? So I have one hundred and twenty-eight thousand one hundred ninety-seven kilometers. And that equates to about seventy nine thousand six hundred fifty seven miles. So yeah, really? I wrote that down because I can't remember. <laughs> no kidding. Now it's yeah. been, and it's been performing fine. Um, it's you know it's a labor of love. A little temperamental, things have, right? Things have happened. Yeah, and I'm really hard on my bike. I take it places I probably shouldn't, and I do things to it I probably shouldn't. But it has only left me stranded once, and that was because of some crappy mechanic work. Okay. Um, but. About that breakdown, too, in the motorcycle community. So I was 50 miles from home. Um, I called my husband to let him know that I broke down, so he was going to come rescue me. And while I waited, another motorcyclist stopped, and he stayed there with me for two and a half hours before my husband got there. Oh, that's like, I'm like, dude, you don't have to wait. He's like, nope, I will not leave you here alongside the road until until you are safe. I'm like, that is just freaking awesome. That's, That's the motorcycle community for you. Yeah. That works great. Yeah, because yeah, know, I have uh, I know I know a couple people who own uh, Urals, and um, they have things to say about them because they're they're uh, I'll use the questionable reliability. Now, well, it's like it's like anything. I I also have a Jeep Wrangler, uh-huh. and that thing has left me stranded more often than my bike has. Really? So, 
Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm on my second engine with my, my Jeep. What year is your Jeep? It's, it's a 2000. Oh, that's a little old. It's got some age on it. Yeah, and I've had it since there was two miles on the engine. Wow. So it's like it's like Warcat here. I've owned that since, you know, since it came out of the crate. I got to watch it being born. Really? <laughs> Did you watch them actually take it out of the crate? Um, he sent me pictures, yeah. No so when kidding. it when it's in the crate, the sidecar is detached from it for shipping. Yeah. So they have to put it all together and make sure everything's aligned and it's it's pretty incredible. Wow. So you've had so what kind of, have you had any issues with it at all on that seventy thousand miles? Yeah, yeah, I've had some issues here and there. A lot of it's, I will say a lot of it's normal wear and tear, though. You uh, yeah, know? okay, yeah, I can agree Things with that. Breaking down. One thing that I go through, um, I go through pusher tires like nobody's business because I've got a lot of miles on it, and it's a, a high high oil change, too. Really? Um, my, my husband's my main pit crew man. He does all my services. He helps me if I break something, like my muffler fell off the other day, so I brought it home with the parts. <laughs> what? And the he, muffler fell off? Yeah, it just fell off, and I made it home 40 miles before I realized it was gone. It <laughs> <laughs> operated just fine. I didn't know. So I didn't you notice it got maybe a little louder? No, it didn't. It didn't get louder. It performed just fine. I got home, and I'm like, shit, I'm missing a piece. <laughs> so I went back up in the mountains, and I found it. It looked like a little hitchhiker alongside the road, you know, all sad. Can you pick me up and take me home, please? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So I just put a couple dings in it, you know, put some fat, flat black uh, spray on it, and it's, you know, husband put it back together, and it's fine. Now, is that an electric start? It's electric, and it's a kickstart. And yeah. a kickstart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the oh. kickstart's pretty badass if you really want to impress somebody, because you kind of, you stand facing the bike, and I'm short, so I have to use the um, the rear peg to stand on to kick it with my left leg. And it's usually two kicks, and it'll start over. So if you really want to impress somebody, kickstart the bike. So how f- <laughs> how often do you do that? Quite a bit. Really? Just because it's fun. Yeah, just because it's fun. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. so. Is the, is the sidecar comfortable? It is very comfortable. Um, when my husband and I go on long rides, I'll look over, and he's over there sleeping. <laughs> so it's, it's either he's very trusting or it's very comfortable. Now, do you did you get the little cover that can go over so the passenger can sit in there and be not exposed to the elements? Um, I do, and the, uh, I have the windshield for it, too. So the windshield, you know, I, I take it on, take it off, and, mm-hmm. and the cover, too, yeah. And I have what I call the FDR blanket or the polio blanket. So if you're sitting in there, you can tuck yourself in and look all, you know, old school. <laughs> That's all right. Is there, um, do you have any kind of uh, comfort amenities in, in there for the, your passengers? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> But I do, I do have a first aid kit on the back, and it is constantly stocked with little minis of vodka. So, I, I guess that would be an amenity. Okay, yeah, I guess, I guess it could be a comfort amenity, even very comfort amenity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, so, what kind of modifications have you made to it? So, the way my bike is, the only thing that I've done to it um, was I added the machine gun mount to it because my model didn't come with it. I want to say. 2006, I think, don't quote me, was the last year that the gear up came with the machine gun mount. And I wanted that so bad. So I just bought it from another guy that didn't, that was, that he never got it installed. Mm -hmm. So that's really the only thing you've done to it? Yep, the only thing. Now, Um, I I can see the bike behind you. You have mm -hmm. the windshield on there, the small little, was that, did you add that later or would that come with it? No, it came with it. It was just something that I had added on. So riding with with the, the fairing on it, 
um, is a big creature comfort. Oh yeah. Because when it's not on there, it, it really blasts you and it, um, it goes actually a little faster with the fairing because it helps, you know, channel the wind. For sure. Yeah. But I like the way it looks without it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, it does look a little more vintage without that on mm-hmm. there, but yeah, with it, I can, but you know, having ridden with a windshield pretty much all my life, I, I, I have ridden without it and I know. Yeah, there's nothing like getting rocketed in the face by a bug that's coming at you at 65 miles an hour. <laughs> or, or or a cigarette butt or Oh, a yeah, rock. cigarette butts. But back with the modifications, um, I was in a bad accident on, in 2016, November. Um, I was at a stoplight. I was about the seventh vehicle back, and I was on my bike, parked off to the side, waiting for the light to change. I was just, you know, leaving a friend's house, going home. And then all of a sudden, this guy just pile drives me, going about 25, lifted up the back of the sidecar and slammed me into the SUV in front of me. So the way I was parked, my um, front wheel didn't get hit, but my sidecar got smashed. The whole back end of my sidecar got smashed. The first aid kit was in the trunk. My um, He hit me so hard that my fender of the bike was um, tacoed underneath the wheel. Really? Yeah, so he obliviated the back. So, And I came off that matter than a wet hen. The dude was so scared he wouldn't come out of the car. The cops said, what would you say to him? He won't come out of the car. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't get hurt, did you? I did. Um, my lower back um, hasn't been the same oh. since. So it took me about six months before I you know, could actually tie my shoes. And it took about six months to put my bike back together. Really? Uh, so I had to get all new fenders because they weren't salvageable. My sidecar um, was hammered out, and it it looks just fine. So my sidecar's the same the same sidecar. My trunk is a little crooked, mm-hmm. but it's just part of its charm. Okay. And then um, because we were redoing everything, I did redo my light housing. So I went from the gear up style rectangle lights to the um, the M72 rounder lights because they look older. Right. They look more vintage. Yes. Yep. They're newer, but they look older. So that's pretty much all I've done to it. Oh, and I added a different ammo can to the front too. Cause mine was a tuna can by the time it was done. There was no. <laughs> that. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, I, I, th- I think it's great what you've done to the bike and what you do with it. And of course you, Chris, you added the, the GPS and what other. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my speedometer doesn't work. What? So my GPS, yeah, my GPS is my go faster. That and the light is real dim. I can't see it at nighttime. So. Well, oh, you mean the light on the speedometer is dim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But well, it's, it's fine. Okay. I well, mean, I can find where I'm going. I just usually can't find my way home. No. <laughs> so the GPS comes handy. GPS comes in handy. You don't leave a trail of breadcrumbs for yourself? No. <laughs> no, it'd be like trail of Kasha. You follow it home. <laughs> so, you, uh, Ural owners are kind of like a quirky bunch. Uh, do you hang around with other Ural owners? I do. As a matter of fact, some of my I've met some of my best friends because of my bike. Um, we actually started our own little group that we call the Wash Tub, which stands for Washington Trails Ural and Beer. <laughs> so awesome. we get together and, and drive some dirt roads or whatever, find a destination pub or find a really cool brewery. And, and that's really a good time. There's also uh, a group. It's more of a digital group called Soviet Steeds. Mm-hmm. And um, it's more of an online thing where we can all get together and then you can trade information. So if you have questions, you can ask people right. or if you need parts, you can ask people. Um, and my buddy, my really good friend, he has um, two-year-olds. He has one and his wife has one. He's part of a group called um, Oregon Ural Riders, which we all love our acronyms. And theirs is, is R, O-U-R, Oregon Ural Riders. So 
Yeah, I mean, we're out there. All right, okay, so now, that's what I was going to ask you. I, I didn't know if there would be any, like a you're all owners group out there. I didn't know if there was such a thing, but apparently there is. Yeah, yeah, there there are, and they're you know they're hard to find, and it's sporadic, and you can never get anybody's schedule to match up. But of course not. Um, with our little wash tub group, we uh, at least during the fall and winter time we try to ride at least once a month, and everybody just gets crazy busy during the summertime. Yeah, of course. But our big thing with that group is we call it the three pass blast. So we go over Snoqualmie Pass. We go over um, to Leavenworth, which is a, a German-style town, mm-hmm. over Blewett Pass, over Stevens Pass. So these are all big mountain passes, yeah. and then home. And we try and do that in a day. Wow. That sounds like a lot of fun. We, it is a lot of fun. Sometimes we make it. Sometimes we don't. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a big bad accident. We were t- uh, 15 miles from town, and we had to turn around. Oh. So that was a pain. How, Another many times, time, how many times do you not make it because of alcohol? Um, never, no. <laughs> never, because we are responsible Ural owners and responsible bike bike riders. Until you stop somewhere and camp for the night. <laughs> yeah, no, it's never gotten that bad. No, it's not. not now, do you, do you go on camping trips with the groups? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of times the, the rallies that we go to, so the one that we went to in Southern Oregon, that one was called, um, ah, oh, crap, I can't remember what that one was called. But yeah, it's, it's more organized about camping because a lot of people are coming from far, far away. So you need a. Uh, home base so people yeah. camp and they stay and and these yeah. are all URL owners that are all getting together all mm-hmm. different types all different years and models yep. and all yep. that and you guys are swapping all kinds of URL stories I bet yeah all kinds of URL stories I mean every <laughs> once in a while there's always that one dingling that's in there that you know uh, Joe shit the ragman that thinks he knows every, everything and everybody else I mean you've got that one guy in every group so <laughs> I mean there's that too we're not perfect so there's always that one guy yeah Joe shit the ragman I like Joe that shit the ragman yeah you, you know, you're like oh god here we go yeah so <laughs> uh, is, is there is there actually an online URL owners group um there's a couple on Facebook oh, and I want to say yeah there's a there's a couple of them on Facebook and then um that's Soviet Steeds Soviet uh, Soviet Steeds it's a uh, internet group wow okay wow that's something because I want to put links to all this stuff uh in the show notes so mm-hmm. people can go check this out okay now why do you think somebody should get a URL? I just think they are they are so much fun. I mean, I can have the crappiest day in the world, yeah. and I can get on that thing, and it just goes away. Mm-hmm. And um, I really I'm into backpacking and hiking and camping, and I really like to be outside. Yeah. And this thing lets me go anywhere. So if I see a dirt road, I can go down it. Right. Um, if I see a gravel road, I can go down it. If I see a, a forest service road that looks kind of sketchy, I can go down it. Um, I it, I don't know. It's just it's just fun. You know, because my. My brother, he doesn't have a motorcycle. He sold his Harley, so he's without a bike right now. And every time we go to the um, International Motorcycle Show, which I'm sure you've been to. I have. Yeah, have, I have. Ural is always there. They're always there. They always have a, you know, at least three or four models there. And I know my, both my brothers, they go there, and they're wowing over them all the time. And I said, why don't you get one? You know, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are are there that many dealers in, of URL dealers here in, in the U.S. Um, I want to say they they almost have have one in in almost every state, I think, or they're they're pretty accessible. So you have the um, you have the gear up version. Right? I do. Okay, so that's, that's my favorite. Yeah, that, that's the two wheel drive seven hundred forty nine cc. Mm-hmm. The big and, beefy military version. Yeah. Yeah, and now so it's the, it's its cousin would be the patrol. That's the same identical one as mine, but it's, you know, shiny and pretty and, yeah, a little <laughs> do, more chrome. Do we want shiny and pretty? 
I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> because it's easier to fix my mistakes with a can of, you know, rattle can than it is, you know, trying to buff out the chrome. This is, this is true. Now, when you're riding this, I've never ridden a motorcycle with a sidecar. Now, mm-hmm. you, you do have to pay special attention when you're turning. Yes. Especially if you're riding by yourself. Yes. So does that make it a little more difficult? Well, you've been um, doing it for years, so you're pretty yeah, used to Yeah, you it. just, if, so it's funny because um, where people run into problems are the, the two-wheelers that think that a sidecar is a training wheel. Yeah. And then they just get on it and they lose respect for it. <laughs> and then they go ripping around a right-hand corner and their sidecar comes up and they freak out and they end up crashing. Yeah. That's so you good. have to get, yeah, you have to get used to, to flying that chair to getting it in the air and, and learning how to balance. Um, yeah, it's a it's totally different animal. That's why they say you drive a sidecar and you ride a bike because you have to. I mean, this thing will this thing will run laps around you if you if you lose respect for it. But a left turn is a little different. You just not you don't. So really no have... left turn. Left turn you can actually slide. You can you know drift. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> um, but the right turns you have to be careful because that sidecar will come up. And it's fun to fly people in the car. Usually, I don't do it without letting them know because I don't want them soiling my seat. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'll, tell him, I'll tell him, I'll be like, and I explain it to him like, okay, I'm going to take a, a, sh- a right-hand corner. I'm just going to pop it and the sidecar is going to come up. You're going to be a couple feet off the ground. Don't freak out. Wow. So they're usually okay with it. Now, I, I have heard that some people would wait the sidecar if they're going to go for a ride by themselves to keep help try to keep that down. Does that does that work at all? Um, it's it's a good trainer, but... Um, I think after you're you learn how to do it and know what you're doing, that ballast should come out of there because what are you going to do if it's not there someday? Yeah, that's true. So they they start at sixteen. Your your particular model starts at sixteen five U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really too bad when you compare it to a lot of other bikes that are that, are, that pretty much do the same thing. Well, in in my eyes, it's worth every penny. Uh, Ural is the only sidecar manufacturer left, so they come they come out of the factory like this, and that factory's been there since World War II. Right. So they they've been making them since I want to say, I don't know 1942 something like that. Um, and then the when the factory got moved from Moscow to to Irbit, it's been there ever since. So it's you know still there. And any other sidecar company has gone belly up. But when you see a sidecar on a different motorcycle, it's an add-on. So the bike is already ready for a sidecar. Yeah. Because uh, I, 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 I always thought they were very, very interesting motorcycles. And they, look, they do look like a lot of fun. Um, wow. I guess I should like, really push these a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first, time, the first time I saw it, I saw it online and I didn't think it, I thought it was old. I mean, I didn't know. I had never seen them before. Yeah. And after I did a little more research, I'm like, holy crap, there's a dealer in the state. Let's go. So lo and behold, we had to go up, go to a wedding on a Saturday, which was in near the same town that the dealer was. So I begged and pleaded my husband, hey, can we go look at these bikes? Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, we can go look. So we went and looked at them. The uh, uh, owner gave me a ride around the parking lot. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, you know, keep in touch. So the whole way home, I'm like, I got how am I going to get this bike? How am I going to get this freaking bike? So I took a loan <laughs> out against my retirement. I didn't tell my husband. Oh. <laughs> and I the guy on Monday, and I'm like, I'll take it. So then it it took him about a you know about a month to put it together and to get it ready. And then here comes the day November for me to go pick it up. And I tell Frank, I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna go to Bellingham uh, pick up my bike. He's like, You have a bike? I'm like, Oh no no, this one's got a motor. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I bought a way. motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> 
Wow. And then I went ape shit. Then I went out and got the uniform and then, you know, the guns and I have so many Russian guns and Russian ammunition. And so, you, Russian so you got into it. But, that's, you know, you, yeah. ha- you have it. You developed a passion for your yep. ride, which yeah. I wish more people would do. You know, some people just they, they get a bike and yeah, I have a motorcycle and I ride it, but they don't have a passion for it. And yeah. And it, I ride this thing year round. It doesn't matter. People are like, oh, well, it's raining. I'm like, I don't I don't care. You don't you don't have to care. Because you've, you've no. got three wheels now, you know? Yep, exactly. Me, yeah, I, I won't ride if it's raining. If it's gonna, if it's raining, I'm not taking a bike out. Yeah, it's and that's understandable, totally understandable. I'm very thankful that I have three wheels. Um, whenever it snows here, my husband takes my big lifted Jeep, and I take the sidecar to work, and it's about a 35-mile <laughs> drive. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. I don't mind. No. Uh, what are you doing on International Ural Ride Day? So here, here's where I suck. So <laughs> I suck. Here's why I suck. Yeah, my buddy and I signed up for a, a half marathon because <laughs> I didn't know that the that the uh, share the chair was going to be on the eighth. But we are taking my sidecar to the trailhead. We're going to run the run and then we'll do what we can with what time we have left. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna double dip that day. So are you going to do the whole Russian get up thing again? Um, probably, probably not for that. So I'm real strict when it comes to my Russian uniform. I only wear it for events and, um, gatherings. Right. I never wear it as a quote unquote costume. Cause I think that's disrespectful. I understand that, that makes yeah. perfectly good sense. Yep. Uh, how can people get a ride and learn more about what you are doing and URL? Well, Ural, there's, you know, the, the Ural, infamous... is it Ural or Ural? What's, what's the well, correct Well, if, if you're, if you're, um... Slav, it's uh, Ural. Okay. Ural. Or if you're U.S., you know, Ural. Okay, Ural. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Ural. Or, but uh, Ural is, is a, an appropriate way to pronounce it as well. Okay. Yeah, just makes it sound more fancy. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so how can people learn more about what, like I said, what you're doing and get maybe get a ride? Um, well, with, you know, with me, it's if, if ever I'm on it, um, just approach me. There I am. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm on Facebook, and then um, Ural. You can learn about them with uh, with the Ural website. And they're also on Facebook. Right. Do you hear my dog barking? I I do. Sadie. <laughs> see, see, she wants a ride. <laughs> Dogs love sidecars. She goes, me, me, me. I want a button. Do you have a dog? I don't. I have three cats. Oh, they they don't go with you, do you? No, they don't. They're the orange bastards, and they stay inside. You have orange cats? Yeah, they're all orange. Orange cats are insane. They are insane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. But yeah, um, I'll, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll put the links to uh, to to Ural uh, or Ural. Uh, Ural, Ural, yeah, I'll, I'll, put, <laughs> I'll put that on the website. And if you have any like uh, an Instagram link or something like that, I can I'll put that up too, so people can check what you're doing. You know what? I'm bad. I have an Instagram link, but I don't use it that much. So let's see. I need a, a log for people to sign um, <laughs> every day in May, and then I need to use my Instagram more. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe so you, you need your own website. Yeah, that would that would help, and then people could see. Oh, what I want to do with all those pictures that I've taken, I want to make a I want to make a book out of it eventually with all the pictures you mean like and then a the coffee table book. And, yeah, a coffee table book. I think that would be outstanding because some of the stories are really cool. Are you writing down all this stuff? Um, I'm I am. <laughs> I'm writing it on my beer label with with my bottle opener. <laughs> yeah. 
Any uh, last comments or advice to riders or anything you want to add? Um, well, my whole thing is just, you know, ride what you like. Yeah. Uh, it's I ride with BMW owners, KLRs, Harleys, uh, you name it. I Sometimes I might not be able to keep up, but I will get there eventually. Yeah. And I will always have a story to tell. Of course. And it's uh, it's kind of crappy because you get with people that are such diehard um, brand freaks. Yeah. And they, they don't want to expand their horizon. Um, I remember one time I went to uh, – uh, uh, crap. Letting people in used a slang term for my bike, which I absolutely hate, which I refuse to refuse to repeat it. And ever since then, I'm just like, are you, are you kidding me? You know, ride what you like. I'm not I'm not telling you that you have to buy this brand, right. but you don't have to be a dick about it. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Look, I'm a diehard Harley guy. I love uh-huh. Harley Davidson. I love everything they do and they make. And so, I, but I don't care what you ride. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say, look, if you don't ride this, is you're a jerk, or well, I'm not going to get into that. You know, ride your own ride, ride what you want to ride. It's yeah. that's it. Just you know, twist the throttle and you're cool. You know, but yeah, exactly. D- My grandpa had a Harley. You know, the ones that look like the pedal bike. Yeah, with yeah. The real oh my gas god, tank. He, really? He had one of those. Wow. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he was, he was the first time I ever saw it. You know, he was a Harley man. So you know what? Again, it, just ride what you want to ride, and just mm-hmm. you know, exactly. We're, and we're, just we're, have fun. Yeah, exactly. Just have fun. And then if somebody on a sidecar waves to you, for the love of God, wave back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Tracy, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast. It's been an absolute fun having you. Um, I, I loved all your stories and what you're doing, and especially having fun with the workout. It's a great. And my dog seems to be having a good time, too. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> telling you. you. Get a button. Ride with me. <laughs> all right, Tracy. Thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast. Thank you for having me. It was it was a blast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode 163 with my guest Tracy Getty, Ural rider and share the chair movement rider. So go over to Ural Motorcycles and Facebook to learn more about Tracy and Ural. Links to the website and all that other stuff will be on the Motorcycle Men website as well and in the show notes. So don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters whose links you will find on our links page. All of these podcasts, YouTubers, bloggers, and motovloggers do uh, wonderful things to promote and encourage our sport and our passion. So from Tim Buck to Chris the Joker, Justin Shoes, and me, Ted Wrongway, your host... Thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Man Podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids. <laughs>